Hello and welcome to Parsha Pulse, episode 14. This week's Torah portion is Va'era, and it starts off with God telling Moses that he will take the Jewish people out of Egypt, will make them his own chosen people at Mount Sinai, and will then bring them into the land of Israel. Moses and Aaron come before Pharaoh and demand in the name of God that he let the Jews out. But Pharaoh repeatedly refuses. As a warning to Pharaoh, Aaron's staff miraculously turns into a snake and swallows the sticks of Pharaoh's magicians. And yes, of course he had magicians, he's a Pharaoh. God then sends a series of plagues upon the Egyptians, with Pharaoh unwilling to let them go. In this Torah portion, the Egyptians get hit with the first seven plagues, namely the waters turning to blood, swarms of frogs... Lice infestation, wild animals invade, a disease killing the domestic animals, boils, and for the seventh plague, fire and ice combine and come raining down from the skies as a devastating hail. They don't call these plagues for nothing, but still, the heart of Pharaoh was hardened and he would not let the children of Israel go. That is the summary of this week's Parsha. Next week's Parsha will have the next three plagues, the final plagues, and hopefully a good ending. And now for an insight. I'd like to zoom in on the second plague, the plague of frogs, and point out a very interesting thing. When the Torah describes the plague, it says that a frog came up from the Nile. And that's a very funny plague because a frog is not very troublesome. If you just have one frog that plagues your country, you kind of put it in a corner and continue on with your life. The classic commentary Rashi explains that what the Torah is trying to hint at is how this plague played out. It started off with a big frog that came out of the Nile, and the Egyptians were like, oh wow, this frog is gross. So they whacked the frog, and as they hit the frog, more frogs came out of its mouth. And then they got really furious at this frog that was causing more frogs to come to Egypt, so they were hitting it more and more and more, and the more they'd hit it, the more frogs would come, until eventually there were just frogs everywhere. And that's a funny concept. First of all, why should the plague play itself out that way, and what's it coming to teach us? And the answer is that when you look at that kind of behavior, you think, oh my gosh, these guys are crazy. They are bringing the plague upon themselves. If they just leave the frog alone, they'll be okay. But they get so infuriated by this frog that they keep on hitting it and keep on making their situation more and more desperate. And the reason why someone would behave that way is very simple. They are upset. They are infuriated. They are mad. And when people are mad, they lose all sense of reason. Really, the reality is that all the plagues were brought upon the Egyptians by themselves through their own stubbornness. All they had to do was just say, okay, we thought it was a good idea to have these Jewish slaves. It's not working out so well for our country. Let them go. But they got so stubborn and so caught up in their own idea of enslaving these these uh, Jews and not, and not backing down just because things aren't going well. And their, their anger at the plagues and their stubbornness was what was really bringing all these plagues upon them. They constantly had the option of letting them go. They should have realized by the first, second, or at least third plague that this was a really bad idea, but they didn't. It's stubbornness and anger that really ruined their lives. And that is something to remember for ourselves. We often get very caught up in things. When things aren't going our way, we get upset. And what generally happens is when we get upset, we just make things worse. So we have to learn flexibility and um, patience and not being stubborn and stuck in a specific thing, just going with the flow and figuring out what is actually the smartest and best move to take and make rational choices and not just get caught up in our anger 
and our stubbornness. And that can really help us have much better lives and much more enjoyable ride. And with that, I'd like to wish you all a great Shabbos and looking forward to next week. Thank you.